0: Oh, last night I cleaned my laptop and Desert was like, you do this often. And I was like, I need you not. I need this not to I be need a thing. I complete silence. <laughs> yes,
1: please. That's so funny. Well, everything can become a thing. That's, yeah. that's my greatest crisis in life all <laughs> the time. Is that like, is this me? Or is this like a, a thing. thing? Yeah.
0: That's true. like, is Tegan obsessed with organization? Or is it because... I need it or else my life immediately falls apart. Mm. Hard to say. (laughs) We hung out together for Easter. We did. We did. We had an adult Easter egg hunt, which Becca is not a fan of. What else? It causes strife, apparently. Uh, It didn't this year. No, it didn't. I wonder why. Because you were like, this is going to cause strife. And everyone wanted to prove you wrong. Maybe. (laughs) Anyway. Somebody has to be the bad cop. We found like chocolate and eggs and stuff, and it was really yummy. And while we were looking for the eggs, I played Coconut Mall on my phone at one point. Yeah, and it really heightened the experience. It was so fun. It I really enjoyed it. I really like egg hunts. Apparently, yeah. Egg hunts are cool. Mm-hmm.
1: And it, it was funny because like there's all the stupid little toys in them, and we all look at them, laugh yes. at them, and then put them back in for next year.
0: Yeah, which is it's very sustainable. Typically. Yeah, it is. Uh, what's
1: your favorite Easter candy? Reese's. Reese's the eggs. Yeah, but honestly, I just prefer Reese's peanut butter cups. That's like, so I don't, I am a weirdo who doesn't like the shapes better.
0: I like the shapes better, but Desert did just, he couldn't find the
1: eggs, so he got me normal ones. Yeah. And they're pretty, pretty good. There's a reason they're the OG. Yeah, well, they're just, I like how, like, thick the ridges are. Mm. It's like a solid amount of chocolate that you, like, really bite your teeth into, whereas with the eggs, they just immediately collapse. Yeah. I
0: like the Hershey's, like, flavor too, like, the chocolate flavor better than. Like normal Hershey's,
1: yeah, for sure, yeah. Uh,
0: and then what was the other? There was something else your sister got that had chocolate on it that I was like, oh,
1: "This is actually delicious."
0: I think it was uh, Trader Joe's like peanut nuts. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Where it was chocolate covered, and then the but I like I love Trader Joe's peanut butter cups. They're they're very good. Um, I like got some a couple months ago at Trader Joe's, and I like I I cycled through them almost immediately. So, chocolate. Wait, what's your favorite candy? Easter candy.
0: Oh, Easter candy? Those Starburst um, jelly beans. No, oh, gummies.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> what these, an inside joke! We oh. had these strawberry
0: gum or uh, Starburst gummies that were like fluffer nutter texture, but also like almost like like almost the taste of a Starburst. Like it's <laughs> it like you know when you have like a knockoff soda and you're like, oh, this is. This is almost Sprite. Yeah. It was like that, but it was like actually Starburst. (laughs) I hated them. I didn't try one (laughs) because I'm a coward. I think my favorite candy is legitimately roasted Starburst, though.
1: Fascinating. It's so good. I'm a big fan of sweet tarts. What? What? You didn't know that about me? very good. My entire they, perception of you just changed. They're like the only hard candy that I like.
0: Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. That's my favorite. Probably, honestly, the peanut butter cups from Trader Joe's is my absolute favorite. Yeah. I really like Bueno Bars. Mm-hmm.
1: Richard had his first Bueno Bar for the first time, like, a couple days ago for Easter. And he was like, oh, these are good.
0: Right? Dang it. <laughs> it's that non-American chocolate, and it's always better. And we will talk
1: about why. Cool. Tegan. Yes, Becca. Where does chocolate come from?
0: We actually, it's really hard to tell because it turns out we've been eating it for like a super
1: long time. Can you be more specific? Yes.
0: Welcome to Be More Specific, where a film student, me, and an entomologist, me, walk into a podcast and walk out with a question answered. I'm Tegan. And I'm Becca. Chocolate. Do you know anyone who's like a chocoholic? A self-prescribed chocoholic? Uh, I, I... feel like that was a thing with like my parents'
1: friends. I think it is funny that people... like chocoholic is a very funny term that was used much more like 10 years ago. Someone
0: gave me a pin. I think it was Marina. That said, I can sew, so run, and eat chocolate at the same time, and I thought it was so funny for so long. So
1: run, I can like S E W. I can sew, so run. Oh, like so,
0: I can sew. So not
1: S E W. No, I can. I can sew. <laughs> like sew, so, comma run, comma, and eat chocolate. Oh, oh, like I can sew, so eat chocolate, and run at the same time. Not I can sew, so eat chocolate. It's I can sew. So. I can so, like you're saying, like someone's like,
0: you cannot run and eat chocolate at the same time. And you're like, I can sew so run and no, eat no, chocolate. No, no, no. You have to time. say,
1: I can sew so eat chocolate. You have to like put the emphasis elsewhere. where you don't have to. I just think you should. <laughs> Wait. I feel like we're saying the same exact thing. We're not.
0: <laughs> maybe um, maybe listeners will think we are I mean, and that I'm the problem. <laughs> I, probably, I probably just can't hear it. I think it would be very funny if it was, I can sew, run and eat chocolate. Yeah. Um, But I thought it was so funny, and I look back, and I've never been, like, a huge chocolate fan. Like, it's yeah. fine. Oh, okay. Yep. I love iced chocolate drinks, specifically. Strange. Like, hot chocolate is kind of mid to me.
1: Okay. Wow, you are just dropping the hot takes like bombs today. <laughs> do you like hot chocolate? Yes. I mean, it's, I like, oh, you
0: know what I do like? sipping chocolate
1: sipping chocolate's better than hot chocolate Ugh.
0: want to describe sipping get the
1: chocolate? milk out of here all we want is just the the pure the pure nectar
0: it's like baker's chocolate but slightly sweeter yeah and like like frosting consistency have i not told you
1: about my favorite dessert what's your favorite dessert it's called baked hot chocolate And basically it's like a meringue. It's like almost like a souffle where you mix in a meringue with like melted chocolate Uh and you bake it and it gets on the bottom like this really like dense, like delicious, dark um, puddingy texture. And then like Mm. a layer up. It's a little bit more cake like. And then another layer up and it's like crispy on top.
0: Oh, we should have that
1: sometime. It's so good. I'm worried you'll hate it.
0: Well, I like. I like like fancy chocolate. I just, I'm not a huge candy person. Yeah,
1: no, that's so fair.
0: And everyone who's like, oh my gosh, I love chocolate so much, they're like, it's like people who eat like like dove bars for fun, <laughs> which I do sometimes, but it's usually, I usually, I like, what I like to do with chocolate is have a tiny piece and yeah. like, like get like everything covered in it. Yeah. To increase my cavity index. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you ever eat chocolate? Or any kind of candy,
1: and you can like feel your teeth rotting. Y- yes, yeah, I hate. When I That's eat why them. I don't eat candy very often.
0: Fair. Okay, so what is chocolate? You probably know.
1: I wrote an essay on it in seventh grade. She did. What was the title of said essay? I couldn't death? tell you. You have it there.
0: Oh my gosh. Do you want me it? to read it aloud? No, I'm going to read it aloud oh, to no. make fun of you.
1: Oh no! Hi, I'm Becca Page. How old were you? <sighs> like 14. I'm 14. Maybe 13. I have a tumultuous home life.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I just wrote an essay called The Importance of Chocolate on the Mental Health and Wellbeing of the General Population. A detailed description of the titillating subject of the chemistry, of the result, of the growth, and preparation of Theobrima cacao. That's a scientific name.
1: Theobroma cacao?
0: Yeah, and you have both words capitalized and they're not italicized. I would have marked you off for that. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh, Mr. Loft all he, I bet he thought it was funny and stupid <laughs> that just this pretentious little 13 year old was like, well, I mean, it was a joke because he was making yeah. fun of people who like put colons in their titles with like an insanely long subheading. I
0: love old books where the title is like, is like natural history, a brief treaty on the various parts of the elephant and its associated forms within the (laughs) indo-eurasian african empires of the like and it
1: just keeps yeah exactly so he was making fun of that and then i and i think he was maybe like giving a couple extra points for whoever could come up with the longest title oh good yeah so it was like a whole thing but that doesn't mean i didn't do it it's very embarrassing so
0: you know exactly what chocolate is and this is nothing and we should end the podcast now Yes. Okay. good.
1: I mean, yeah.
0: What if I? What if I just put the outro music here? <laughs> that would be like kind of
1: postmodern. Okay.
0: Well, we're you back. should put
1: it. in. Yeah, we're back, and it's kind of postmodern. We had it. We had like a nice little chat. We put our shoulders on each other's. Wait, no, we put our hands on each other's shoulders. We put looked our into each other's on. eyes and said, "Do you still want to do this?" And we each said, "Yes," at the same time. It was very poetic. Uh huh. Um, a tear rolled down on your left eye and my right.
0: How would we put our shoulders on each other's shoulders without our heads merging into one? <laughs> um, That's actually a fun fact about how if you want to find your best friend in the world, you have to find uh, the person who you don't have. um, What's it called? There's no mesh on you. And so you two, <laughs> your colliders don't uh, interact properly. So you can just phase through each other. <laughs> that was a stupid video game joke. Wow. <laughs> Okay, chocolate. This is the definition from Wikipedia, which, once again, Wikipedia says, oh, you like this food? Let's make it sound like the worst thing you've ever heard of. Yeah. Chocolate is a food product made from roasted and ground cacao pods that is available as a liquid, solid, or paste, or on its own as a flavoring
1: agent. Okay. Just, I don't know, liquid, solid, or paste? Is paste between liquid and solid i would assume like so. do you because i thought the three states of matter were solid liquid well, gas the three
0: states of i mean but okay, like well, apparently paste
1: <laughs> um you should see some of the avant-garde like two michelin starred chicago where you like
0: open a vial and like <gasps> and it's like oh that's the best chicken noodle soup i've yeah, ever exactly. had Yeah, exactly.
1: there's this place called alinea i want to go to where they make balloons out of sugar yes so cool um, and stupid. I'm
0: assuming paste would refer to things like frosting.
1: I guess. Yeah, I've never bought paste like and chocolate like paste. Sauces are kind of paste. Sure. Pasty. I feel like they just shouldn't have included the term paste. I don't know. Yeah, I agree with you actually. Okay. But we're not we're not copy editing Wikipedia right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Cacao, as pronounced by the Olmecs, is Kakawa, Dates to a thousand BC or earlier. So, the word chocolate entered the English language from the Spanish, who are the ones who kind of, like, ruined the Aztecs and Mayans, like, whole thing.
1: Have you seen um, uh, Scooby-Doo, colon, Mystery Incorporated? No. There's, like, there's like a whole, like, Az like, there's an underlying Aztec, like, magic storyline that brings about, I like, the end the of mask. the universe. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because the mask scared me. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty freaky. I never finished it. But, um... I don't know. That's neither here nor there.
0: Um, The word entered Spanish from the word chocolate in Nahuatl, the language of the Aztecs, which is kind of cool. The origin of the word is uncertain as it does not appear in any early source from the Aztecs, Um, but it is called cacohatl, which means uh, cocoa water, cacao water, whatever. I feel like I see people online pronouncing it different ways. I think I like cacao better.
1: Yeah, Ooh, it always. Con- yeah, it always confuses me when people are referring to cacao and cocoa because they're like used differently because yeah. cacao is like raw and cocoa is processed. Yep. But I think that mainly just came through because of like, I don't know, clerical er- errors or something yeah. <laughs> like that. It kind of doesn't make any sense.
0: Um, It's possible the Spaniards coined the word uh, chocolate. To avoid saying "kaka," which means feces. Yeah. So, to them, it sounded like feces water, which, mm. you know, negative. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, it's possible that they changed the word with "chuckle," which means hot, because traditionally, it was a hot beverage. That's so cool. Cow, like drink, was referred to, the tree itself is referred to as, like, a tree from the gods. Mm-hmm. And so, the drink was like a drink from the gods. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so... The what? Do you remember the scientific
1: name? The cacao, obviously. Got
0: it. Okay, so also called the cacao tree. Shrug. Obviously, Mm. it's a small four to eight meters, or about thirteen to twenty six feet tall. That's like about as tall as I am. Yeah, Uh, evergreen tree in the family Malvaceae, and it is pollinated by bees. No. Bears? I, that'd be cool. Who would I be excited to freeze flies? Flies. Mm-hmm. These tiny little gnats called Ceratopogonids.
1: See, so you, you said you like struggle pronouncing just like the craziest things. Sure, that's fine. But then you, you, you don't struggle to pronounce even crazier things as long as they involve flies. It's because I've had
0: to say them many times.
1: I, I mean, yeah, it makes sense. I just think it's funny.
0: But the Ceratopogonids are these tiny little midges and they live for like max 10 days as an adult. And there's this really interesting dynamic between the trees and the midges, and they've tried doing, like, artificial pollination, and it's, like, not as good, like, extremely not as good. And so with climate change, the midges are dying, and that's actually, like, a direct threat to chocolate production. So they are trying these things where they have, like, fractured rainforest with, like, the cacao plants, like, grown in between, like, little, like, they're trying to, like, fracture their own plantations. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's really, it's really wild. The flies are dying, and everyone's kind of panicking about it. So is there going to be a
1: chocolate shortage in our future? Yeah, probably. As the climate changes. Oh, uh, there's yeah. going to be a lot of shortages, huh? Uh-huh. Which is a positive, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> I know this whole thing is a little,
0: like, unsustainable. <laughs> the fruit of the cacao plant is called a cacao pod, and it's ovoid, and it's like this... It weighs about one pound when ripe. Like, it's kind of a big thing. And it's full of the seeds, right? Yeah. Uh, About 20 to 60 seeds in this, like, white pulp. So, in Vanuatu, there's cacao plants everywhere, right? Mm -hmm. And it's actually a large, like, production, a thing, a large export of Vanuatu Mm -hmm. is cacao. And they have, like, Vanuatu-only chocolate, which is actually, like, amazing. One of the main islands had, like, a small chocolatier or whatever. Yeah. And it was these crazy, like, rough-hewn bars. But they were, like... Like the darkest chocolate you've ever tasted. It was so good. But what they would do, or what we would do, is we would find these cacao plants, because there were just like un like unclaimed ones in the forest. And we would cut the the fruit off, and it would be everyone's job. We would just sit around a pot and suck on the seeds to get the pulp off. <gasps>
1: How did the pulp taste?
0: Fine. It was kind of neutral? Like kind of like slimy sweet. I don't know. It was kind of good actually.
1: Hmm. I'm slimy
0: sure. sweet. Okay, continue. We'd suck on them, and then we would spit them into the pot, and then we would, like, give them a rough, like, rinse with some water, and then we would uh, roast them. Yeah. Just dry in a pan mm-hmm. over, like, a fire, and then we would, like, crush them, and then we would boil it with water. The na- they're called knives. Uh, I
1: did not know you did this. With water,
0: and we would drink it. And now, reading this, we were actually drinking, like, the most – that is the like most Like, the same authentic. thing that, like,
1: the Aztecs.
0: Yeah, and it's kind of bitter, but it was, like – Also really good, and it kind of, like, I don't know, it had, like, a a mood-lifting effect because it's caffeinated. This is one of eh? those
1: things, like, I've talked about with you, and I've talked about it with my family, where, like, so much of food production was just trial and error. Like, talking about olives, which you can't just eat straight off the tree. You have to brine them for a very long time in order for them to become edible. Like, why did they think to just, like... Soak it in brine. Yeah, and yeah. why did these guys think to r- roast and boil oh, and chocolate. re-roast? And, you know, like, w- chocolate is it, is it just a crazy invention, I guess. Well,
0: same, like, I mean, you've heard the whole, like, who picked a potato out of the ground and was like, time to bite it.
1: Yeah, who who saw the milk, like, leaking out of a cow and thought, mmm. Yeah. At least that one, like, makes somewhat more sense um, because, like, babies were drinking it, you know? Yeah.
0: And it looks similar to what humans were producing. Yeah. But, no, plants in general, I think what it comes down to is there's been a very, very long time where humans and plants have coexisted. Yeah. So all these happy accidents make sense.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I do like to imagine like, I don't know, just some stupid bit in like a cartoon where somebody like comes across cocoa bean which just like inexplicably splits and then like rain washes all of yes. the pulp off and then it like falls into an already <laughs> roasting fire and then like the fire burns out and like the rain comes back and like just like an insane yeah. series of events that was like And then lightning <gasps> strikes it and it boils. And yeah like this is bitter. Nectar of like the it? gods. Yeah. yeah, no, the guy tastes it and just like he, like, cl- plugs his nose. He's like, this is gross, and then dumps it out, and, and chocolate was never made. It's like an <laughs> alternate universe.
0: With hot dog hands. <laughs> um, originally, we thought there were two points of domestication. Um, so there were, like, two times that these plants were, like, originally cultivated by humans. Yeah. However, one study sampled about a thousand trees and classified them into ten distinct genetic clusters. Ooh. It also identified areas, for example, around Iquitos in modern Peru and Ecuador, where representatives of several genetic clusters originated more than 5,000 years ago.
1: Is botanical phylogeny almost entirely determined through genetics, or yes? Okay, um, it, because it... like you can't really find fossils. Like you yeah. can't wait. Mm-hmm. You can. Yeah. But are they as enlightening? Like huh. leaf pattern and stuff i guess well,
0: it's botany was still it was basically like morphology based until recently the problem with botany is that plants can cross hybridize and sometimes they'll just duplicate their whole genome for kicks so for example the thing i was working on epizote a mexican tea yeah they one of their closest relatives is randomly a hexaploid so we sequenced it and we're like hey why is this one so big hey, what's this other genome? And the answer is we don't know. It came from some other plant. At some point, there was a hybridization. We don't know when. Weird. Plants are much more plastic. Yeah. They can get away with more, like, deletions and duplications than animals can. Fascinating. Okay, Which makes them very hard. Also, stuff like this, where it's like some plants, like maize, have been domesticated for so long that their natural histories are almost, like, they almost don't matter because it was so long ago. Hmm. So when people go to see, ask questions about these plants, you're actually asking questions about humans, which is kind of cool. That's yeah. the same thing with, with epizote because it's a – um, it kills, like wor- – it's the, like, scientific name dysphania. It means, like, worm killing. Yeah. And so it, like – it has been around for so long because people knew if they ate this, it would make, like, the, the bad parasites leave. <laughs> and so – And it's it's LD50 is like insane. Like it's actually quite toxic, but humans knew how to use it. They knew how much to use. Hmm. It's traditionally put in refried beans because it also limits flatulence.
1: Oh, my gosh. That's so
0: funny. (laughs) Um, So the results suggest of this genetic work that cacao was actually originally domesticated for the pulp that surrounds the beans, which is eaten as a snack. I've eaten it as a snack, and it can also be fermented into a mildly alcoholic beverage.
1: Oh, what's so, it called?
0: I don't know. No, oh. it's not like really drink it anymore.
1: Yeah, okay. But
0: it's um, it's interesting that you you mentioned like the beans being weird, but for this one, like it's almost like it was weird enough that they had to like, like the plant the the fruit came first. Like how long were they like ah these? I wish they didn't yeah, have these they huge got seeds. rid of
1: the seeds. That's so funny. Um. Yeah, where there's, like, certain things where the seeds are the attraction, like uh, like uh, cashews.
0: Yeah, exactly. So if you go far enough back, um, climate models indicate that at the peak of the last ice age, there was this tiny little bean-shaped area, actually, in Ecuador, uh, the border between Brazil and Peru and the southern part of the Colombian-Brazilian border, that was the only suitable habitat for cacao. So there was like a bottleneck at that point. so that's like all of the genetic variation we have now originated from this tiny little population because everything else froze. Huh. yeah. Um it is almost impossible to differentiate domesticated trees from wild ones because they've just it's just been so long mm. that some wild ones are just domesticated ones left alone too.
1: Like in Vanuatu, they're probably planted from seeds. Oh, okay. Elsewhere. Very quickly. Stupid question. Hmm. The difference between a wild and domesticated animal is like pretty obvious. Yeah. It's just like, can you like be around it? What's the difference between a wild and a domesticated tree? Um, it's basically like.
0: Does it have physical characteristics to make it more usable for human like consumption or use? Okay. So it's just, it was is this tree from a wild line? Was this always existing here? Did it come naturally? Or was this planted here by someone? That's the question. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, the cacao tree produces about 250,000 flowers per year, and these are hermaphrodites, so they can pollinate themselves, right? Wrong. They can't. Um, they cannot self-pollinate, and they need pollen from another flower, even a flower from the same tree, and that's where the flies are important. Weird. What the heck? I know. is that kind of funny? <laughs> They're like, help. We need you, flies. And the flies are like... Thank you for creating this damp understory for us to live underneath, because that's
1: where they breed. It's just funny that even another of their same plant also does the job.
0: Yeah, it just has to be a different flower. How does it, how can it tell? I don't know. I didn't go into this part. But isn't that weird? Super. <laughs> um, so when did we start eating it, we being humans? Uh, the Olmec civilization, which we mentioned up top, has been around since about the 19th to the 11th century BCE. So a long time. Yeah. Uh, Eating specifically the beans. Mayans and Aztecs made chocolate beverages for, like, fancy events. It's kind of the equivalent. I heard there was a video that talked about how it's the equivalent to, like, fancy champagne. Where it's like, oh, at a wedding, of course, you have, like, the fancy drink. And then I put, or soda in Utah. Mm
1: -hmm. Fancy (laughs) soda.
0: Fancy soda. Oh, we're having an Italian soda. Oh, literally Italian soda. I'm going to put dairy in my uh, acidic beverage. (laughs)
1: I love Italian sodas. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny.
0: I really do. It's I good. want milk. I want milk in my Dr. Pepper. Sue me.
1: Okay. Oh. What's your address?
0: <laughs> Please don't serve me. <laughs> <laughs> um, cacao is also used as a form of currency, which has major playground energy. <laughs> uh, with one cacao bean equaling an avocado and a hundred equaling a turkey.
1: Oh, Wow. Yeah. That an so an avocado and a, like a turkey is 100 times more valuable than an avocado. Mhm. That might add up. How much do avocados cost here? Here now. Like, here they're expensive. Like, $2? like
0: $2. In California they're like 50 cents to dollar. How much do turkeys cost? A whole turkey? Like a
1: live turkey. <laughs> I don't know. I've never pur- I've never gone to the <laughs> You've the never live purchased a live turkey, turkey, turkey? store No. <laughs> How much does a dead turkey cost? I don't even know. I don't buy. Sorry, turkeys. sorry. I'm just trying to like figure out very well, specifically.
0: Also some sources say that slaves also cost a hundred cacao beans. Ooh! But I could not find a single, like, an actual academic source for any of those. But it was—it's repeated everywhere. Fascinating. Okay. Um, they would also do. So they would also do like tributes. So when the Aztecs, the Aztecs. Uh, adopted cacao to their culture when they conquered most of Mesopotamia around like 1519. And when they did that, they couldn't grow cacao in their like native regions. Mm. So they would be like, <laughs> hey, yo, Mayans and everyone else we just conquered, if you want to live here, you need to pay us a sack of cacao beans. That was like their tribute, which is really funny because hmm. they liked it so much.
1: They're like because of God, not for currency because or anything. Because of
0: specifically Quetzalcoatl.
1: <laughs> And
0: they that. We he- need this
1: because Quetzalcoatl cares, not because it, like, it. Not because we want it. It brings us profit or anything no. like that. And
0: we don't want to drink it. We definitely don't drink it all the time. Always. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Quetzalcoatl was believed to be cast out from the other gods because he shared chocolate with humans, which that type of storyline happens so often where humans are like, this stuff is so good. The only possible way we have fire is someone wasn't supposed to give it to us (laughs) you know (laughs) where it's like man this 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 bitter beverage is so delicious there is no way we were actually meant
1: to have it. that's so funny (laughs) it's like humans as a collective had such poor self-esteem they're like we don't deserve this it
0: must have been a god at least (laughs) um they identified so the extrication how do you say that extrication extra extraction what, I, what e-x-t-r-i-c-a-t-i-o-n extrication 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 okay. yeah so they associated the extrication of the bean from the pod as like similar or analogous to the removal of the human heart in sacrifice so when they would drink their hot
1: cacao i just got beverage, right
0: when they would drink their hot cacao beverage sometimes they would diet. it with it was some other plant that turned it red, and they would they liked the froth, like the froth was their favorite bit. So they would pour it. There's pictures, like drawings of Aztec people pouring their cacao from like one cup into like another cup, like really far down. Yeah, to try to make it as frothy as possible. And then when they drank it, they wouldn't like wipe it from their lips because it looked like they'd been drinking blood and that was like desirable. Whoa, <laughs> I didn't know any of that. That is so cool. Um, The Aztecs also drank it cold because that makes more froths. And they seasoned it with a bunch of stuff, including vanilla and allspice, which I feel like are pretty... That sounds pretty good. And chili pepper. That also sounds good. Um, And the Mayans are the ones who liked their chocolate warm, which I think was better. Point one for the Mayans. (laughs) Wait,
1: you think that cho- warm chocolate is better?
0: I don't know. The idea, this bitter Didn't drink. Didn't you just? Here's, no, here's the <laughs> thing. I've had this bitter drink before yeah. accidentally. It cold is not great. I don't, it just, I don't like it as much cold as I liked it when it was warm. Yeah. This drink. Okay. Sweet hot chocolate. Our hot chocolate. European hot chocolate. Yeah. Should be. I like it better cold.
1: Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I appreciate, I respect that you have opinions on these things. Thank you. I um, think most cold beverages. Just kidding. I don't know what I was about to say. I think all ever all. I think all beverages are good. <laughs> I just like
0: cold drinks better. They're more refreshing.
1: Yeah, but, I don't like
0: warm feeling in
1: in throat. Oh f- yeah, I guess that's fair. It's just cold here so much that like a warm. But a whenever warm it's beverage cold outside, like,
0: hmm. and I go inside like a cafe, and I'm like, I'm gonna drink a hot chocolate and do work.
1: You get too warm.
0: I get too warm the second I walk through the door, and I'm like, huh. I don't want something warm. That's fair. That's actually, I run
1: hot. Yeah, you do. Wink. <laughs> Thanks. Uh,
0: there's a video called "Cacao: Food of the Gods" <laughs> from um, the Maya to I'm gonna. I'm.
1: I'm gonna try my hardest from the Mayans themselves. It's from a YouTuber Mayan creators try. that they were. Wait, they still exist? Yeah, it's like
0: a cultural heritage thing.
1: Oh, It's okay. a video
0: explaining one of the, um, like a really a really cool. Uh, what's it called?
1: Like ritual surrounding mm-hmm.
0: cacao mm-hmm.
1: Um, and the specific preparation of the drink. That is so cool. I didn't realize there were any still like yeah. existent.
0: It's just a cultural pre- preservation. Sure, but like yeah.
1: it's not like still...
0: yeah, yeah. It's really interesting, and the language is still like parts of the language have
1: been preserved. Oh my gosh, the death of native languages is one of the saddest things. It is
0: breathtakingly sad. That's the problem. Cacao, chocolate, most foods like this, like corn even, are so, like, completely Intimately tied in with, with colonialism. With the destruction of native peoples. Yeah. yeah. Um, until the 16th century, speaking of which, no European had ever heard of the popular drink from the Central American peoples. Christopher Columbus and his son Ferdinand the Bull—just kidding, just Ferdinand— encountered the cacao bean on Columbus's fourth mission to the Americas. So he—this is— direct line ready sure he and his crew stole a large native canoe that proved to contain cacao beans other among other goods for trade that just was just lucky the audacity of this man
1: you know you know that like <laughs> they stole it and it only accidentally had c- cacao beans they like reveal it and they're like mm, god approves
0: yeah cool cool he wanted us to have these cacao beans <laughs> Um, the Spanish conquest of the Aztecs was the first real movement of it back to European culture, though, because Columbus, everyone was like, okay, Columbus, this is gross. (laughs) I wrote as Columbus was ignored. And then in parentheses, I put rightfully. Which normally, okay, so I laughed about this out loud. I was like, he just stole a canoe. Like, that's the first time is Columbus. Like, how on the nose that the first time Europeans encountered cacao was because Columbus stole a canoe. Uh Uh-huh. Vanilla... Another indigenous American introduction was also a popular additive for the Europeans. Um, Unfortunately, the spices of the cacao and general, like like other spices they would add, tended to unsettle the European constitution. (laughs) The Encyclopédie, which is like an old encyclopedia, states, The pleasant scent and sublime taste it imparts to chocolate have made it highly recommended. But a long experience having shown that it could potentially upset one's stomach. That's how they talked about
1: vanilla. <laughs> vanilla, and they. Isn't it to... funny because now vanilla is the default? Like it's I, like, ha ha You're vanilla. into vanilla stuff. Yeah. Um, of. Chocolate so boring, without you're vanilla. Into vanilla. Being so being so white and colonialist that you can't even stomach vanilla.
0: Oh <laughs> My gosh. A uh, chocolate without vanilla was sometimes referred to as healthy chocolate. Okay. Uh, In 1662, Pope Alexander VII really liked the hot chocolate, like, beverage. So he declared that religious fasts were not broken
1: by consuming chocolate drinks. That is so funny. That sounds like something, like, you you (laughs) mentioned chocolaholics, right? Yeah. My sister, Hannah, complete. Like, just toe-to-tip, chocolaholic, (laughs) sugar addict, whatever. That's something she would do. (laughs) (laughs) Is be like, well, it doesn't count. Well, my family's frequently making jokes about it. Like, it, it I mean, it might be in poor taste, but frequently we're like, um, white things don't have calories. <laughs> That's really fun. <laughs> or like, uh, chocolate doesn't have calories. It's healthy. It's healthy. Because Didn't you healthy know? things don't have calories.
0: Didn't you know it has antioxidants?
1: Yeah. Um,
0: the new craze for chocolate brought with it a thriving slave market because cacao is very difficult to produce. Um, from the early 1600s to now. Uh, chocolate was viewed as an aphrodisiac and a health food. And then in parentheses, I wrote, it's not. <laughs> like, it's fine. But it's not like a, like, I don't know, what's a health
1: food? I love, I love how much, like, so I feel like this way about wine and about chocolate, that there is so much investment going into studies that prove that it's okay, actually. And because people like just like it.
0: The answer should, the answer to me is fairly Moderation? Obvious, like, yeah, just eat like a normal amount. I don't know. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Um, new processes that sped up the production of chocolate emerged early in the Industrial Revolution. Shout out to the Industrial Revolution. In 1815, Dutch chemists... Oh, Oh, I just
1: I just uh, got a call from the Industrial Revolution. They appreciated the shout out. Aww.
0: Thanks, Industrial Revolution. I appreciate what you did There's, to the speckled moth population. They're, they're
1: looking for a Patreon to subscribe to. They say, oh, I'm sorry for the speckled... I'm sorry about the speckled moth population. I miss the white
0: speckled moths. <laughs>
1: They say, I'm sorry.
0: Have you heard about the speckled moth? No. Okay, basically, <laughs> during the Industrial Revolution, it got so sooty that there was this type of moth that was mainly gray.
1: Oh, I have heard about this. And so
0: it, the selective pressure changed the population to be mostly black because they could camouflage.
1: Yeah, that's like the, the first example of evolution that we hear in all beginner biology classes. Yeah, it's
0: my favorite. I think it is hysterical, personally. Yeah. Um, it's also as funny as there's a story where they wanted to make this purple flower more purple. So they turned up the purple gene. And when it turns out when you turn up the purple gene, the flower becomes white. So it's like it became so purple that it is now white. That's
1: really funny. (laughs) So good.
0: I love stuff like that. Um, So Dutch chemist Conrad van Houten introduced introduced alkaline salts to chocolate, which reduced its bitterness. Mm. Then in 1828, he created a press to remove the natural fat, making it cheaper. It was just easier to like. To process. Yeah, sure. Milk came on the scene in 1875 when the Swiss... It's me,
1: milk. And I'm wearing a hat.
0: <laughs> the Swiss added powdered milk produced by none other by than Henry Nestle
1: <gasps> with chocolate liqueur.
0: What? Really? He was, he was there on the ground floor. He was on the ground floor just throwing powdered milk and things. That's crazy. Being like, this needs more milk. This needs more milk. You know what Europeans can stomach? Milk.
1: <laughs> and no one else
0: <laughs> honestly all those folks from the cold alps uh Do- <laughs> sorry it's this guy from italy and his name is uh domin bro <laughs> it's like domin and then bro <laughs> oh my uh, but his first name or his last name you'll know ready Ghirardelli what? of Italy began wah, making chocolate wah, 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 wah. in San Francisco during the gold rush. I
1: love Ghirardelli Square. Have you been?
0: Yes, it's I have It's so much been. fun. It's the best. His original factory still stands at Ghirardelli Square. Though, yes. Yes. And um, that was also in California. I feel like everything that happened during the gold rush, If we had like, like presentations where it was like, why was the gold rush good? Didn't you have like a whole year dedicated to the gold rush? Yeah, fifth grade was just gold rush. Um, and I was in a play called Gold Dust or Bust, and I was <gasps> the comedic. Were you the dust or the bust? <laughs> I was the comedic, uh, like, relief character. Yeah, but... I tended to be those. Well, okay, it was originally written as a boy, and they only had boys audition, and they were like, none of these boys are funny, so they just gave it to me.
1: That's so funny. Because
0: I was like, you want me to be a ham? Excellent. My true calling. Being annoying on stage. But I uh, went off about chocolate. That was one of my lines. Oh. Still that chocolate, and then also jeans. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the, to Levi <laughs> from the Gold Rush. But we we went like, there's a lot of stuff that came out of the Gold Rush that we for better use. for worse. Yeah, yeah. Um, in 1862, Cadbury.
1: Wow, this chocolates. is like, like oh my gosh, <laughs> founding families. Oil. Oh my gosh, I'm like getting like, like a grin okay. on my face every time a name I recognize is being called. Don't you
0: want I'm a TV ca- show about all of like the chocolate heirs and heiresses? Yeah. And they're like dating each other and it's like, oh my gosh, Cadbury, you're dating Hershey? Cadbury? He's so low brow. I know. <sighs> he adds acid to his chocolate. Um, in 1875, Cadbury made the first chocolate egg. <laughs> <laughs> egg. That's so
1: exciting. Wait, what? When was this? 1875. 1875. Okay, that's gonna be burned into my brain. Cadbury? People are like, "Tell me a fun fact, Becca," and I'm like, "In 1875, Cadbury created the first chocolate egg."
0: It also, um, 1862, they started making box chocolates. So that was the first. That was when box chocolates became a thing. It's um, like pretty late. Dang. Yeah. In 1893 is when Hershey showed up, starting production with chocolate-covered caramels. That's so recent. And then, ready for when brownies appeared? 1896. Wow. uh, The edition of the Fanny Farmer cookbook. For a while... Thanks, Fanny. Chocolate and cacao powder were cut with, like, bricks and, like, cornstarch. Wait, wait, what? So there was this like huge scandal where it turned out a bunch of chocolate wasn't pure, and they added because it was so expensive, they would add like, like concrete powder huh? and like cornstarch and stuff. So Cadbury, there's all these ads back in the day where it's like, Cadbury, the only pure chocolate, huh? <laughs> um, which is really funny. Uh, Hershey, so Hershey ran into this issue where they were cutting it with a bunch of other stuff, and there's Ooh, no Hershey
1: list. was the first like.
0: Dirty, now there's a list slimy. of things that you cannot put in chocolate because it makes it no longer chocolate. Then you have to call it a chocolate product.
1: Ooh. Yeah. Um,
0: it, I didn't include the list because it was kind of boring, but it's on <laughs> Wikipedia if anyone cares. It's a long list of chemicals. Um, and by the in the 1900s to 1980s, chocolate was viewed as like a health item.
1: Sure. That's where the. Rumor I feel like everything that was invented was first marketed as a health item.
0: Yeah, like which literally
1: is everything is
0: hysterical. I wonder what like like will essential oils like when will they become junk food? You know what <laughs> I mean. I mean they haven't been invented, but they're currently like all health or like kombucha. When will kombucha become a junk food? Fair. Uh. So this is also the eight, 1900s to eight, 1980s is when like. There was also this push that, like, chocolate was, like, the best, like, energy-dense thing. And so there's this rumor started that Napoleon would carry chocolate with him as, like, a quick on-the-go snack.
1: What am I thinking of where the person just has, like, a, a hunk of chocolate? Oh, Harry Potter. I think that's it.
0: The Dementors come and then he's like... He's got a whole chocolate. hunk of chocolate. And he, like, he breaks it off and it makes the
1: best and noise. And it's so satisfying. Yeah. That's a good one.
0: That's the only part of Harry Potter I like. <laughs> Just kidding. It's the best movie. I do. I like the... I like the imagery of someone... It happens in a lot of movies where someone is like down or they're like weak and they're like, quick, eat this. And they shove like a piece of bread in the mouth and the person's like, oh, that does help. And it's like... When I'm very hungry, if I eat food, the next hour is me being like, I've never been tired or in my entire life.
1: <laughs> if I was... Your body doesn't even have enough energy to process the food you put into it's, it.
0: <laughs> all of the blood from all my extremities is going directly to my stomach and nowhere else. <laughs> That's um, so funny. So there's this ad. I'm going to post this as well. It's called, Chocolate is a Fighting Food. <gasps> and it shows... A uh, fighting food. A G.I. Joe, if you will. Um... With a bunch of chocolate bars on
1: the bottom. It's oh, there's
0: something else. There's some other chocolate bar Nestle.
1: imagery that I just thought of.
0: Is it the one where it's the Nestle chocolate bar? Or no, I think it's Nestle. The Nestle chocolate bar in a bird no. nest. For a while, there was this push to make chocolate. like like. All of the ads were like children eating chocolate outside. That's funny.
1: <laughs> Yeah, no, I think it might be, like, an Arthur episode where they're, like, supposed to be selling chocolate bars, but the way that they animate the chocolate bar, they're so weirdly thick, and when they break off, it's, like, so beautiful, and it doesn't look anything like chocolate, but they eat it, and it just immediately, like, you know how when cartoon characters eat food and immediately, inexplicably, a bunch of food is, like, coating the yes. outside of their mouth? Yes.
0: Like, so, oh, wow. Um, every time Ron eats Tacos
1: or what are called? In Kim Possible, uh, nachos. Nachos,
0: in Kim Possible, I would be like, give me a Taco Bell right now.
1: I know, and it never is as good. Mm-mm. Well, how he holds it. It's so... And it it's looks... just like a sack. Yes.
0: <laughs> Did you play the game on, mean, on Disney, the Disney website where you were Rufus and you had to, like, make all of the food?
1: No. At,
0: oh, my gosh. That sounds amazing.
1: Yeah, um, revolutionary comedy bit. Doesn't cartoon food look kind of (laughs) good? I want to eat the pizza from a Goofy movie. Nobody's ever thought about this before.
0: We should write for BuzzFeed. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so this ad, the chocolate is a fighting food, has a little thing in the corner that's comparative energy values. And so it compares like one egg is equal, is like 140 calories, but a chocolate bar is 240, so it's better. (laughs) That's hilarious. I mean, to be fair, like Americans were starving at this
1: time. Yeah, so literally, bet higher the calorie for the period, better. For, yeah,
0: yeah, calories per buck. Don't worry, we'll get there again. When um, <laughs> we start running out. <laughs> now, rough. This is okay. Somber. Are you ready? Oh, we're dang. gonna have a little down. Okay. Bears I'm are going s- extinct. Yeah. And and roughly two thirds of the world's cacao is produced in West Africa <sighs> with child labor has been a common practice, and since 2018, there was a lot of investigative reporting. So that was when there was a lot of, like, boycott Nestle, which, to be fair, I don't yeah. really... I don't know. Their chocolate's not my favorite.
1: No. I typically buy Nestle chocolate chips because they have the best oh, recipe on the true. back, but I can just look up the recipe and use other chocolate chips. That is
0: true. <laughs> oh, my I, now, goodness. Um, there's a bunch... You can find fair trade, and it may not be perfect, but it is better. The very least, they're subsidizing. There's a lot of like, so in these countries, a part of the problem is that kids, it's not just like it's slavery because they're paid like such menial wages, but they are like sent by their families to do this work. Yeah, it's not like trafficking. There are some instances of that, but it's it's a pretty major problem. No, it's largely
1: like it like it's technically a job in that they can't survive without it. It's but a like, poverty problem. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, which is horrifying. Uh, a child labor. Or sorry, pardon. According to the World Cacao Foundation in 2007, some 50 million people around the world depended on cacao as a source of their livelihood. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, most chocolate from the UK comes from the, like, the, the bad places. And then according to the WCS 2012 report, the Ivory Coast is the largest producer of cacao in the world. Huh? And the chocolate supply chain now is almost identical to the chocolate supply chain in 1875. Huh. Like, the places it's grown has not changed. That's
1: so interesting. And, like, the large players are the same large players. Yes
0: just Cadbury,
1: Ghirardelli, Hershey. Yeah. Whew. I'm um. trying to think of literally anyone else. Lindt? Oh, Lint, I actually
0: cut apart. He's the one who, uh, Lint is the one who figured out how to make it smooth.
1: Cool. Yeah. Through. So he's been around since the beginning, too. Yeah. Okay, anybody else? Not coming to mind. There's really not many. There's uh, Baker's chocolate.
0: Yeah, a lot of the, the fair trade stuff is the stuff you see in the grocery store with, like, interesting labels on it. Yeah. Um, And a lot of that stuff's good. I actually really enjoy, like, the... the Trader Joe's. Some of Trader Joe's stuff is fair trade certified, too, hmm. which means at the very least they're paid close to a better wage. Yeah. And hopefully not beaten. Like it's. Yeah. There's an article I'm going to link. Major trigger warnings. But if it's something that you want to learn more about, it's a really good source. Um, it's by food which. Yeah. They do a lot of stuff on human slavery in our current food chain. Cool. But, I don't know, be an informed consumer, I guess. I think that's the biggest thing. It's Mm -hmm. really hard to be completely ethical, and there's no way you can, like, completely do it without going to Vanuatu and picking your own
1: cacao and making a bitter drink. It would be funny if that was, like, your conclusion from the end. You were like, um... Um, Book a
0: plane ticket, because planes definitely don't contribute.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're like, so, as somebody who's actually tasted the real beans from tree to pod to hand... Even, okay, the bars
0: in Vanuatu... Very good.
1: Very good. Yeah. Also cheap. Yeah. However,
0: Uh (laughs) it's like still not as delicious as like a lint.
1: You're not a better person because.
0: And it's not better, you know? Yeah. There's some things where it's like, oh, yeah, like ramen in Japan is probably infinitely better. Yeah. Like truly, because like ingredients are sourced closer, but chocolate, it's like everything is coming from the same like six regions. That's so interesting. Yeah. Um fun chocolate facts. Now we're coming back up. <sighs> okay. <laughs> we're on the rise. Hand, I'm pulling you up. So there's three kinds of chocolate that we all kind of know about, dark, milk and white. And I've heard before white chocolate doesn't have cacao in it. That's a lie. That's a lie. It has cacao butter. Oh, well, sure. Which is still cacao
1: it's just the yeah, fat. Yeah, no, it has it, but it doesn't yeah. have the like the the, the solids. Beans. Yeah.
0: Um and that's something cacao butter you can buy for like it's just fat to put to put on you like lotion that's all lotion is just nope. fat nope. well and I just before this I was like wait a second cuz I put my lotion on my hands cuz if I don't have lotion on my hands I will wither and die um are you thinking about the fact I touched your computer
1: I no. saw you looked at it that's really funny though no I was just looking at your hands and thinking about how terrible it must be to be moist all the time
0: i love i'm actually a little dry this room gets very dry because mm-hmm. it's hot mm-hmm. and i think
1: mm-hmm.
0: our mouth Creates humidity and then is soaked into these
1: walls. That is my current theory.
0: Why I hate this space. I hate that
1: you have a theory.
0: Um. Anyway, uh, shea butter is a not. It's not the same plant, obviously, but they're they're related to each other. Cacao and shea plants. Cool. Yeah. Um. Hershey's chocolate. Have you heard people be like Hershey's tastes like vomit. Yeah, it's because it has the same butyric chemical. acid, which is in vomit. It's also in mangoes. So you know how I was like, mangoes. I don't know. They just taste like vomit to me.
1: I I've always said that they taste like a little bit rotten. Yeah,
0: it's just that acid. It's common in a lot of things, um, and some people can just taste it stronger. Huh. Um, the Hershey's deliberately puts that in it. It's not like a byproduct. It used to be a byproduct, but now they deliberately put it in it to give it the, the signature Hershey's flavor. Yeah. The cheap chocolate flavor that yeah.
1: Europeans hate. Yeah, but like, and Americans like claim to hate it, but Hershey's is still doing fine. Oh, a lot of people you know? still love it.
0: And honestly, in Hershey's and baked goods, like their cacao powder, I like their cacao better than powder better than other places. Yeah, yeah. Um, chocolate Manufacturers Association members use about. Do you know what the difference is between regular and Dutch processed cocoa is? Yes. Are you going to tell me? Um, I know. I pulled it out, but it's it's literally so Dutch processed cocoa is the process of removing some of the extra fats. Okay. So that, that first guy, the Dutch chemist, Conrad Van Houten, who added alkaline salts and then made a press to remove natural flat fat. Yeah. That is Dutch processing.
1: Cool. Yeah. Because he's Dutch. Like, I've heard it on, like, cooking channels before, but I've never, like, internalized it. And it's more <laughs> expensive because it's extra processing power.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's I guess it's better for baking. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Probably because I'm assuming the excess fat would mess with your recipe. I guess. Because you probably can't control for how much is in a given.
1: Yeah, but as far as recipe testing goes, you can always just use the regular stuff and just alter. Like, either also, way, you have to alter your recipe. If you want a specific
0: amount of fat, I would assume... If you're thinking, per- like... uh
1: fundamentally in ratios then
0: sure then maybe it's easier to just or maybe you want your fat source to be butter because that's a specific flavor and i guess the that's fat fair. Source from cacao may taste different mm-hmm. i don't know um the chocolate manufacturers association members which is most chocolate manufacturers use 3.5 million pounds of whole milk every day whoa to make chocolate americans consume 2.8 billion pounds of chocolate each year each? Over 11 pounds per person. I'm sure I hit 11 pounds a year. Yeah. Especially considering, like, ice cream. Ooh. Or, like, cake. Yeah. Yeah. Americans eat an average of 11 pounds of candy each year, split equally between candy and just normal chocolate. Uh Oh, sorry. Excuse me. Americans eat an average of 22 pounds of candy each year, split almost equally between candy and chocolate.
1: I, yeah, no. If... I think I probably – because I know I don't eat that much candy, but, like, I wonder if I compensate with chocolate.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's the same amount no matter what. Um, But it's far less than Europeans consume. Americans oh, just okay. have a higher – we have we have candy in more parts of our lives. Mm-hmm. Like, going to a restaurant and they have, like, a little bowl of candy up front. That's true. It's kind of weird, actually. Yeah. And, like, Olive Garden giving you mints after, like, the Andes mints. Uh-huh. It's Kind of odd. But we're definitely, like – I don't know. It's kind of nice to know we have a cultural thing.
1: It's like micro dosing on like serotonin. I don't know. Just like tiny little treats everywhere, always. I, I need sugar.
0: <laughs> I need a treat, a oh, gift. I give. I honestly, that's my biggest thing is uh, food as a reward, yeah, as opposed to like fuel sure. for my human body. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. It's a very common myth that chocolate aggravates acne. That's not true. Uh. University of Pennsylvania and the U.S. Naval Academy found that consumption of chocolate, even frequent dairy uh, dietary intake, had no effect on the incidence of acne. Hmm. Professional dermatologists don't link acne with diet. And if they try to, they're probably wrong because that's not where the oil in your face comes from. Hmm. Or excuse me, the sebum. Can you have, like, mild allergies to things that cause acne? You can. However, I didn't include this part uh, from this website. There's a whole list of candy facts on, like, a candy manufacturer's website. And in a study of people who claim to be allergic to chocolate, it was, like, only 5% of them were actually allergic. Like, it's actually very uncommon to be allergic to chocolate because it's part of that Malvasi family.
1: Yeah. Why would people claim to be allergic to it?
0: Because it makes them feel sick. And so it could be something else. Okay. It's just chocolate is not pure, you know? Yeah. Like, you can be allergic to, for example, pineapple, but it's harder to be allergic to, to like, chocolate isn't, like, a pure component. Pineapple yeah. is, like, like, a pure it, component. Yeah, yeah,
1: nobody's just eating the cocoa pods. Exactly.
0: Yeah. They're very good to just, like, crunch on, though. Mm-hmm. Um, chocolate can be lethal to dogs, as everyone knows, and cats. Theobromine is an ingredient that stimulates the cardiac muscle and the central nervous system, which for dogs is toxic. About two ounces of milk chocolate can be poisonous for a 10-pound puppy. Huh. And then I just wanted to end with a, chocolate's fine. Like, <laughs> like you can eat it. huh, And you cannot eat it. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's weird how like big of a deal it is. That wasn't the thing. Looking I, I think up, it's
1: funny, mainly, just like, Pe- how much people seem to shape their personalities around it, whether it is yeah. like I love chocolate, I'm a chocolate or I'm allergic to chocolate, I can't have it, or I'm a weirdo who doesn't like chocolate. Actually, yes, like people, there was a guy in I I know everybody's school. opinions on chocolate, yes. even people I barely know. Yep, it's weird, and it's
0: I don't think it's just an American thing because I've met people from other countries who immediately let me know their opinion on
1: chocolate. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's possible that chocolate is also just more prevalent. I think it's like a cultural. Like, it's often, I don't know, like, it's just, uh, uh, like, so many desserts have chocolate. Like, probably, like, 50% of all desserts have chocolate. It's been
0: so, like, it's been so uniquely part of so many different cultures because it arose. Arose. It arose so early without being, it's not like it's domesticated everywhere, but it was very quickly
1: in the trade everywhere. Yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah. Kind of like bears. There's
0: also, there was a period of time in England where they were like, this is an aphrodisiac. And so they would eat chocolate and have like crazy orgies.
1: Yeah, you. I did see you looking that up. And then I went, hmm.
0: I, I, did, I was like, I don't know. But I think it's funny. It's just funny how humans are like, yeah, wow, this really did it for me. And it's like, actually, chemically, no, it did not. <laughs> Placebo effect is powerful. I love people. I just, it's so fun. Yeah. Silly now what's your favorite chocolate uh thing i guess
1: big tall chocolate oh dad you already told me big that. fan of brownies big fan of chocolate ice cream yeah, brownies are so good big fan of chocolate chip cookies big
0: fan of oh my gosh you know those chocolate cookies that are made with uh cake batter no and they're like really soft i'll have to make you some you mean sometime. pudding no cake batter pudding cookies are a thing too but cake batter cookies I bet they're good. Yeah, they're just soft. They're just really soft yeah. cookies.
1: Um I'm a sucker for a good chocolate cake. I'm not a huge cake person. I love but like a moist chocolate cake I'm yeah. always interested in.
0: A ganache.
1: I love a ganache.
0: I'll I'd I'd eat a ganache. Yeah. I really like um Fondue. You know those, those mm. brownie like cubes. Yeah. That are covered in like granulated sugar.
1: Yes. It was
0: they were really popular when we were in elementary school. <laughs> Like, every class party, people would bring the brownie cubes. Interesting. I love the brownie cubes.
1: I, I'm so happy for you. I do like the texture.
0: I like cubes. Are, are cubes foods. your favorite? Food shape. Yes. Food
1: shape? Yes. That's fair, actually. Just, like, just, I don't know, I just want to eat a cube. Yeah. I think I like long, like, I think I like long things, like noodles. Ooh. Well, like, okay. Or, like, julienne. That's a good shape. Mm, that's a good shape. What's your favorite pasta shape? Oh, okay. Except maybe my favorite pasta isn't actually a long shape, like bow ties. It? Maybe I like bow ties. But I if like it's like, pen. but 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 I love ramen, oh, and I love ramen. udon. Mm. I love a I love a squishy noodle. Yeah, I love, I, a, I love something that's got like a good bite to it. It's like a dense, chewy.
0: Yeah, kind of chewy.
1: Yeah, it can't just like melt in my mouth. The first time
0: I had udon was our Japanese exchange student had brought noodles with her to prepare, um, for us, like because they were supposed to like have prepare like a traditional, traditional native meal, meal for us. sure. And it was cold udon with yes. like seaweed and stuff. Yep. And I was like, mm. and then I ate it and I, mm. it was like fireworks went off in my brain. I was like, this is I'm going
1: it. to L.A. tomorrow and I'm forcing Richard to take me to get udon. Good. I oh. deserve it. I had tacos yesterday
0: and I put lime on them and I was like, this is transcendent. Lime is perfect.
1: It's almost like acidity is like just the secret. It, it brightens things what's up. The, what's the,
0: the four components or whatever? Heat, fat, salt.
1: Oh, salt, fat, acid, heat. Yeah, I think that's the order. Salt, fat, acid, heat. But it's hard to say. Yeah, it sounds right. Um. Oh man, maybe I'm hungry. I'm. Is that so what's happening? Hungry. I do still want my brownies. Gotta oh, say. Gotta have. They like it, have my brownies. Uh, They're they're. <laughs> There's this brownie <laughs> recipe when I was like six years old. I had it memorized because it's really easy. And my mom would always like get, put it in front of me. And then I would memorize it and make it like every single week. Yes. And it's my favorite brownie recipe. And like a week ago, I started craving it and I couldn't find this cookbook ev- anywhere or the recipe anywhere. And I was like panicking. And I called S and I was like, S, do you have this cookbook? Like, I need to know. And she was like, what? <laughs> so she like went and checked her bookshelves. And she was like, I don't have it, but it's probably in storage. And I'm like, if you don't have it and it's not in storage, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then it was in storage. And now I have it literally open to the brownie recipe on my kitchen counter.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: It was like a whole thing. You
0: went to your storage unit to find a book?
1: Yeah. That's... A
0: brownie recipe. That's a bad storage unit to find a book inside. Yeah. she. F- I mean, she found it. Needle in a haystack. Book in a storage unit. Hadle in a haystack. I've
1: um. <laughs> never heard that before. <laughs> I've never said it before. Needle in a
0: stack. <laughs> did you watch the Mythbusters episode where they put a needle in a
1: haystack? No. Was there it was, hard to
0: find? There were two haystacks and two and one needle in each, and it was, uh, what's his face? Jamie. Two, Jamie versus the other guy. Oh, what is his name? Adam? Yeah, Adam. I was like, the popular one? <laughs> Jamie versus Adam. And then they did, and then the other, like, group, you know how there was kind of, like, the A group and the B group on Mythbusters? Yeah. Um, The other group with the Asian guy who died. What's his Grant. name? Grant. Grant. The other group with Grant. And Carrie, the hottest woman to ever live, um, <laughs> uh-huh. they uh, they had just needles and one piece of hay. <laughs> Which one was harder? And the needle one, because needles hurt and they're <laughs> metal. Were they supposed? they just like went in with their hands? Well, they wore like stuff, or they like, and they yeah. both were trying to do like. I think Adam did like a water based method because he was like, the needle will sink. <laughs> but it turns out it would, didn't. Would a magnet work? That was. So Jamie tried the magnet and it also was hard. It was. This was one of the Mythbuster episodes that if I saw it was coming up, I would DVR it again to watch it again. That's
1: so funny. I. Also, Mythbusters was cool. I had a Mythbusters phase for sure. I didn't have a Mythbusters phase. I had a Mythbusters childhood. It was yeah. a constant. For I just. Me. I like how they would like bust a myth and then they would like. They would do it until the myth would work. Like yeah, they would keep going.
0: Exactly. Like it. It. It was almost comedic in that way. Yeah. Well, in the whole. Okay, you know the one where they tried to make a death laser out of mirrors. Yes. Okay, and then they just keep adding mirrors. Yes. Until it works. Yes. And they're like here's and da- is not Obama in that episode? Yeah, I think he. Is. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> And they're like the one like Adam's on his tiny little boat and Jamie's pointing the death mirror at him and he's wearing these crazy. <laughs> like it's not glasses. working
1: yet. He's like, I'm not dead yet, so it's not working.
0: <laughs> the one where they fill they filled a capsizing bow with ping pong balls.
1: Huh. I just I mean, I vividly remember the one where they uh they tried polishing poop after oh, the like yes. you can't polish poop. Um, and then they did, yeah. and it was just as, like, it, they used some weird, like, measurement, yeah. like, laser, and it ended up being, like, just as polished as, like, a steel ball.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, the ballistic, every time they made, like, the ballistic people, the people made out of that weird, or, like, models made out of that weird, like, human flesh substitute. Yeah. I loved that human flesh substitute. <laughs> I thought it was, it looked really Take that satisfying. out of context. Now, now I like slime. Full circle. If you say so, we should watch MythBusters sometime. That'd be fun. My seminary teacher uh used to put MythBusters on because he didn't want to teach. That's so fair. That's and, so valid.
1: <laughs> and then we would we would liken it to the gospel. MythBusters episode, like MythBusters colon is God real. And then we he would
0: end the episode, you know, or like midway through because seminary is only an hour, mm-hmm. and would be like, okay, so what did we learn? And everyone would be like, that, you know, putting your if you. If you stand up from your car and you have static shock, it won't kill you if you fill your car with gas.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, My mom, when she taught Sunday school, would frequently put on a VeggieTales episode. I mean, at least that's like... Related. Peripheral. And perfect. Did you know the
0: veggies in VeggieTales are not allowed to imply that they themselves have a personal relationship with God? And that is why they say God loves you you that's been circling the
1: internet for a couple of weeks now huh it's
0: so well i, I think i sent you the tiktok i saw probably there, right? yeah it is so very funny to me that that was a god doesn't love them
1: Mm-mm. but he does love us very much but not bob the tomato can rot is bob the is larry the cucumber going to heaven no that's that's the canonical answer canonically
0: no <laughs> what about the little robot child from
1: the christmas episode oh him i don't think so no. he doesn't have a human soul shame oh carrot girl i don't care about her laura <laughs> you hate laura f laura Laura's the worst
0: I do thought, you like laura i thought
1: laura was kind of cute no
0: i didn't like little asparagus man
1: archibald no the baby Oh, the kid? The kid one. I don't even know. I, I don't know him, but he he's the annoying. worst. Well, like, I do know him. I can't remember his he name. He was the one. The guy is bigger than the boogeyman, yeah. and he's bigger than Godzilla and, and the monsters, monsters on TV. TV. Yeah. Man, I love VeggieTales. VeggieTales <laughs> is pretty good. Uh, what else do we, we have
0: talk to say? We talked about chocolate. Now we're talking about veggies. Full circle. Interesting.
1: Yeah, a, a fully balanced oh, meal.
0: Uh, technically, beans are a vegetable. So therefore, chocolate is a vegetable. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> I should get a T-shirt that says, uh, "Technically, beans are a vegetable."
1: If you just got a T-shirt that said, "I'm um, actually," <laughs> it would be I would be unsu- insufferable. Yeah,
0: unsufferable. It would just it
1: would just advertise your insufferability. I
0: can't have people know. I have to trick them, mm-hmm. like I tricked you.
1: Yeah, you tricked me. <laughs> now
0: you're my friend, and we have a podcast. Is that what this is? A podcast? (laughs) (laughs) What if it's not recording? No, a friendship. (laughs) No. (laughs) If I... Now, every time we record, I'm haunted by mimes, where I think (laughs) to myself, what if we have to talk about this three times?
1: Yeah. What if we have to talk about chocolate again?
0: Well, then I would bring... So I have on the the Instagram, I'm going to post... I have a, a little container full of the cacao nibs that we cleaned and... Spit into a thing. I kept some. Oh. I was going to shake it into the microphone, but I left it outside. Oh. So pretend, I guess. You're my favorite maple syrup bottle filled with cacao (laughs) knives.
1: What impression am I doing? (laughs) Let's play charades. We should. (laughs) Oh, I'm leaving tomorrow. Yeah, you should
0: stop. Just kidding. Don't do that. Don't leave. Yeah, stop leaving.
1: Oh, I'm the maple syrup bottle, and I'm the person holding a maple syrup bottle. No, you're the cacao in the maple syrup bottle. <laughs> that doesn't work. Nobody
0: sees, like, it, it's I'm, not universal. I'm not like other girls. I have a maple syrup bottle <laughs> filled with cacao. <gasps> it's so strange. Yeah, You know why it's strange? Wait. Because I gave the cacao to Riley, and he was like, excellent, and he put it in a maple syrup bottle. <laughs>
1: Uh that is really funny. Let's see. I'm the cocoa bean.
0: And I'm the and I'm the white flesh that surrounds it. <laughs> <laughs>